This is great pleasure for me to be here to speak to this congregation. Um, I was born during the Korean, uh, the Japanese occupation, uh, and I lived, I grew up to be the, the first year in junior high school, and uh, I was 12 years old, the Korean War broke out, and uh, I was playing outside, and then suddenly I came home, and I saw uh, three, two of my brothers and one sister, and mother, my mother standing, four of them standing uh, to each other, and then these three were supposed to be going somewhere with the luggages. That's during the war, the refugees are fleeing in North Korea. And I just walked in. I, I knew they were going somewhere, and uh, my mother looked at me and said, uh, take, take this boy with you. My older brother says, let's go. So I left, and all the way to United States and St. Uh, Peter's Chelsea here. If, uh, later on, I, I learned that uh, uh, my mother asked my father, shall we send uh, a songbook which is made uh, away with the older siblings? And my father says, no, he just too young to go. And my mother did not ask permission from my father. It just momentarily says, take this boy with you. Let's go. And I left, and here I am. Oh, uh, if my mother didn't make that uh, momentary quick decision by the providence of God, probably I am not standing here. Christian was not born. And uh, probably by now I uh, might have been uh, the retired ambassador of North Korea to Russia somewhere. <laughs> but today I'm speaking here as father of Christine, who was installed yesterday. I was so happy to see. I was so moved and touched yesterday. <clears throat> uh, it was exciting to see what was happening yesterday here. Uh, I could feel this, the movement, the spirit, uh, touching the hearts of the people as uh, Christine was uh, praying to God, that she was thanking God who came into this house where she serves and she was dedicating her life. I was very, very pleased. <clears throat> and I especially thought about uh, today, yesterday when she notified me that uh, uh, yesterday, January 11, would be her installation service. I said, that's my birthday. <laughs> what's, what's the coincidence between the two and her installation and my uh, 81st birthday? But immediately I thought about uh, this particular passage, uh, John chapter 1, verse 1 through 14, and I would need to focus on that one phrase which says, there was a man sent by God called John. A man sent by God, sent from God, John. There was a man, this was John the Baptist, a human being, flesh and blood, just like anyone else. Uh, but this man, 
was not ordinary man. He was a man chosen by God and called by God and sent by God himself. A man, but sent by God. I thought about that, Christine. Here's a woman, just an ordinary woman, with flesh and blood, all the finiteness, all the weaknesses of human being, yet God called her and sent her to this congregation. And I praise God for that. But she's still a woman, a human being, uh, not much different from any one of us, still representing God, and God chose her. God decided to make her her servant, uh, his servant, to minister to this congregation. I was so thankful that we are only human, my, including myself, not worthy to be a minister of Jesus Christ, but yet God called me and God called Christine to serve as priest in charge to this congregation. But interesting thing, he says that um, he was a man sent by God, but he was not the light itself. He was sent to testify to the light. The light is Jesus Christ. He was sent to testify to the light, not about himself, nor anything else. His primary ministry, primary purpose and mission is to testify to the light, to the people who are in the darkness. People are in darkness not knowing God, their creator, not knowing life, not knowing the life in the light, not knowing how to walk in light. And people of this world need to know the light which God sends into this world so that people may come to know him so that they may walk in the light. John, John the Baptist, we see here John the Baptist, the Apostle John, who is writer of Gospel of John. These two men talk about the light. And Jesus was the light, and they came to witness, they came to testify as witnesses, because they have said that the first John said, we have heard him, we have watched him, we have touched him, we beheld him. We know we have experience with this light because we actually we have actually experienced. All we are here to do is to just testify as a witness. And uh, Christine has a personal experience of in her life, Jesus Christ in her life. Well, there was one time way back, and there was a time when Christine was five years old. One day I was giving her a bath to take her to, uh, before I took to her to the bed. 
So I was giving her a bath, and here was a girl, a little girl, five years old, so pretty, so adorable. My heart was just rejoicing. Then all of a sudden, I was reminded of an instance uh, about a month or so ago. I was teaching at that time in, in Indianapolis, and I taught three days, and then I came home driving um, at night. And one week I was coming home, and as you know, Indiana is a cornfield, has uh, just one road and drive and drive and drive in the dark at night. <clears throat> and I was driving home, and all of a sudden I, I put my brake on my car. And I just surprised, was surprised, and I was falling asleep while driving. <laughs> I woke up and I saw my car was at, uh, at the edge of a cliff. It was a, a, a second or two, if I kept on going, I probably flew uh, in the air in my car. What would have happened? I've been gone. And from that day on, I really started believing in angel because I was falling asleep. And I put my brake. I mean, how could I do that while I was in sleep? And God helped me sending an angel to, to protect me and to guide me. And, uh, and I was home. I never told this story to anybody. I don't think I told the Christine. And that instance came to my mind. And uh, what if same thing happened another time? And what if Christine would, would never see me again? So I said, uh, if something like that happened, that little child would be in a big confusion, doesn't know what has happened to her father. So I said, uh, in the middle of bathing, I said, Christine, <clears throat> if I go to heaven, before you go, if I go to heaven first, I will wait for you, I said. Implying that when I die, I'm not just dying off, but I'm going to heaven because of Jesus Christ, I believe. So I told her, you know, if I go to heaven before uh, you do, and I'll wait for you there. So you come later on, I will see you there. And Christian said, thank you. <laughs> then I said, uh, Christine, if you go to heaven before I do, would you wait for me in heaven? She said, sure, Dad. I said, Christine, how do you know you go to heaven? I know. She said, she was five years old. I know. So how do you know? She said, Jesus is in my heart. Amen. You should say amen then. <laughs> five years old said, Jesus is in my heart. I don't think she remembers. I don't know whether she does. We never talked about this. <laughs> I was really surprised 
She told me that Jesus was in her heart. So I said, Christine, when did he go in there? And she said, you know, uh, at Sunday school, the teacher, uh, after the lesson, she asked us, uh, have you ever invited Jesus into your heart? If there's anyone who has not done so, would you please remain behind after the class? So she said, she raised her hand and said, me. So she stayed behind and... uh, Later on, the teacher sat her down and told about Jesus, who Jesus was, what he did, how he died for the sins, and how he gave eternal life for us. And then the teacher said, would you invite Jesus into your heart? Christian says, sure. So why didn't you tell him? So Jesus, Christian said, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Well, she had that experience at five years old. She invited Jesus into her heart. She knows since then Christ was with her. And Christ promised, I'll be with you all the old ages until I return. I'll be always there. I will never forsake you. I'll never leave you. I'll be with you always. And she believed and she really kept that in her heart. And then she, when she was in junior high, one day our family went to a shopping center. And uh, five of us went to a shopping center. And then uh, as we walk in the hallway, Christine dashed to me and says, Dad, please come with me. Come. So, she dragged me to a little store. There was a jewelry shop. She says, Dad, I'd like to have that ring over there. It's a thin uh, white gold ring. I says, oh, you, have, you have rings, and why do you need another one? Oh, I'd like to have that one. Why? I want to marry Jesus. She says, she want to marry Jesus. She's married to Jimmy now. <laughs> but she, she married twice. <laughs> so she wanted to marry Jesus. I said, really? Yes, I want to marry Jesus. If you want to marry to Jesus, I will give you 100 rings. So I, I paid and I took that ring. I said, I put a ring uh, into her uh, fingers says, now you are married to Jesus. Oh, she was happy. It was a junior high days. So she had this experience with, uh, with a Sunday school teacher who, who taught her about Jesus and eternal life and forgiveness of sins. And then uh, she has an experience of marrying Jesus in a junior high. Well, as you can see, uh, she's a very good-looking girl, to me. (laughs) And uh, there were some others who thought that she was good-looking, and they're mostly boys. (laughs) 
Boys want to talk to her, boys want to talk to her, boys want to call her. She was not interested because she's married to Jesus. <laughs> oh, big trouble for the boys and breaking their hearts. She's married to Jesus and she was not interested in boys. She went to college, she was not interested in boys. She was in seminary, she was not interested in boys. Then she, during the high, high, senior high school days, I used to see uh, Christine and her friend, two of them, come to our house and, and they made the sandwiches, bundle of sandwiches, and they were going away somewhere on Saturday mornings. One day I was curious and I asked her, Christine, where are you going? Oh, we are going to White House to feed the president with all this. No, there are a lot of homeless people around that White House, which is true. There are a lot of homeless people there. They're going to feed those homeless people. Wow, I said. I didn't ask any more. Wow, I said, that's good. If we are in light, God is light, if we are in light, there's a one clear evidence that is love, because God is love. And I saw this love in her for the people, the weak people, the homeless people in senior high school. She went to college, and uh, she told me that uh, she's going to somewhere, I don't know where, it's a hospital or somewhere, where the AIDS patients are taken care of. And every Saturday, she used to go to the place where the AIDS patients, and she's there to take care of the AIDS patients. All the way through college, and then all the way through seminary, she continued to care for the AIDS patients. Somehow she has love for the people who are in need. Homeless, as well as this AIDS patient. And one month before uh, she, her graduation, she called me and said she's going to Bangkok uh, to serve. This is what I'm going to do over there. Uh, I'm going to take care of the girls on the street. And then she left. And she went there, and uh, there was a missionary who knew her at, at the seminary. He said, you cannot go there. You, you must not go there. You cannot do that. You are a single girl, and there is a dangerous place. You cannot go. So they grabbed her uh, to the seminary and forced her to teach there, not going there. Says, well, I cannot do the work I wanted to come because they just, they forced me not to go. Then she told me that she's going to Buddhist temple on Saturdays. So I said, why? And she said, there's a lot of AIDS patients, the Thai AIDS patients, they are just thrown there to die. Nobody take care of those AIDS patients. And she took 
of students, seminary students, and took them every Saturday to take care of the AIDS patients, Thai AIDS patients who are dying there. In America, there are people who take care of them, but in Thailand, there's nobody take care of the AIDS patients. I've noticed that since Christ came into her heart, there was a love. The three things we must always have, that was faith and hope and love, and the love is the greatest thing. And she has that love of God, which she experienced to share her love with the people. Now, we never talked about going to seminary for her. She just took off and went to seminary on her own. Of course, we paid for it. <laughs> and then, here she is today. I'm just so thankful to God. She's the only human being, just like a John the Baptist. He's a man, but called by God and sent by God to do God's work of love. God is love. And I hope that as we experience the love of God in Jesus Christ, who died for us, I, I, was, uh, I was deeply impressed with the first song, excuse me, <laughs> first song uh, which uh, we sang together. It says, uh, Take away the sin of the world, he says. Sin of the world. I used to sing like that, but I didn't know that that was sin of my sin. I knew Christ died for the world, but I didn't know God, Christ died for me personally. But at the age of five, 25, I came to know he died for me. He died for my sins. And he gave himself for me to live eternally in God, in life. And uh, here, Christine, as a new priest to this congregation, a woman, a woman like anybody else, but God called her. God sent her here. I pray that she will continue to bear witness to the light, Jesus Christ. And St. Peter's become the lighthouse in the community for the people around here. That all of you be that witness to the light. That other people may come into light and walk with them in light. May God bless this church and Christine's and her ministry that we share, we light up this world because God is light. Dear Father, I'm so grateful. You saved us. You are the light. We're only light bearer. You called us light of the world. Our life may shine forth your true light to the people in the darkness. This church may be lighthouse in the community to spread out the light, the lights up whole world. 
In Jesus' name, amen.